regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that's exactly the same every single week. And like every week, my name is Gavin Murphy. I'm joined by Joe Scrubbles and Hello. Steve Hogarty. Hi. In a, it, the first time that we've been together, two meters apart, socially distant way, don't have a go. Um, for the first time since what? Like March. March. 1995. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's good. Genuinely feels crazy. Yeah, it feels like it probably, like, do we have to wash these mics afterwards? Um, well, you can, but I've just been spitting on everything. So then I just feel like if everything's got it, nothing's got it. That's, yeah, um, that's herd immunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just, if you could just spit on everything that you can see with your eyes before leaving the studio, and we'll be fine. All right. So I look it up. Science, um, baby. <laughs> but what we got coming up this today? Joe. I'm looking into the side games, as I believe he might call them, of popular musical recording artist Akon. And I have been dismayed by the rather unpleasant reaction from the left to the news that Donald Trump has contracted coronavirus and may die. Mm. And I am looking into the secret meanings of some of your favorite rap albums, song titles these sound like three really good features i know i know that's saying something i'm not personally excited to hear them but i'm sure someone is at home well i am are you well we've already heard them but i'm oh, ready yeah. to hear them again uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> we've given the game away <laughs> that's good <laughs> was it what do you two remember about Akon? He's very happy man. Why is he so happy? He's just always happy. In that um, song, that in that video for the song that he did with Gwen Stefani, he oh. smiles so much. What was that. it? The Sweet Escape? Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and he did Lonely. That was his big one. Yeah. Lonely. Lonely. He also did... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. That, that was, was a thing. That was a real song. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that thing was... That, like, Tweety Pie shite was in, like, adult music made yeah. by adults for adults. See, I remember being a kid and... For some reason, me and my brother and sister got obsessed with the Alvin and the Chipmunks album. And we played that to my parents in the car Mm. for maybe three years. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where I found a mix CD that me and my brother had made when we were 11, I think. And the second track on it is uh, Wooly Bully by Alvin and the Chipmunks. (laughs) but yeah, so Akon made his name with yeah. high He did that Lonely music. Island track, which is fucking great. Oh, it just had sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really good. He's he's done some good music. Do you know what his sidelines are? Because all hip hop sidelines, sidelines, oh. <laughs> side <laughs> business, side hustles. I thought you meant sidelines. What's his sidelines? Like, he's got really good eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got eyes like sheep for predators. I read a thing last week. that's like, the, like one of the big things in the Man United training camp is like they try and like lots of people leave Man United with like really really good eyesight because because <laughs> they train their eyes so they can see 
attackers and defenders coming from the side more. Jesus. I think that everybody leaves Man United with fucking like ellip- ellipse-shaped eyes. <laughs> Goat's eyes. <laughs> Goats, yeah. Yeah. But you've not, so you've not heard about what Akon does on the side? No, no, I do not. Well, in 2007, let me tell you um, an, an independent headline about him. Mm. The independent. Akon. So what if I own a diamond mine? <laughs> Akon's got some pretty big business on the side. Oh my god! Um, this is this is kind of tangential to the rest, but uh, Akon uh, doesn't believe in conflict diamonds. <laughs> like, he, owned, he bought a diamond mine in South Africa. He's seen conflict diamonds. They he doesn't like, believe exactly. In <laughs> That's bullshit. That's not. I, I just don't see anything. I just see your hand. It's like, it's like Westworld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he said uh, the reason he doesn't believe in conflict diamonds is because he thinks Leonardo DiCaprio and that movie invented them. Genuinely, he's like, I don't believe in conflict diamonds. That's just a movie. Think about it. Ain't nobody thought about nothing about no conflict diamonds until the movie came out. Where was all that shit before the movie? I looked it up. The eighties were rife with conflict diamond news stories. Um, yeah, they didn't invent the concept of a blood diamond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, the point here is that Akon, from the early days, because that's like a year after Smack That, which, right. which really started all of this, because for some reason I kept thinking about this, the song Smack That, so I mm. went and looked him up. was like, what's he been up to? Turns yeah, out... because he's not been making music, or he's probably one of those people, like Afroman, we might hear about later, <laughs> who makes a lot of music. Oh, um, Akon's making a lot of music. Right. No one's listening to it, and he doesn't care, because he's owned a diamond mine, which spurred him <laughs> onto his new venture, and I'm shit you not, this is real. <laughs> this feature, all of this is true, I just want to talk about Akon's life. <laughs> Since the diamond mine, uh, Akon has started a charity about getting solar energy across Africa. Right. Which is great. Yeah, he seems like good. a nice man. It would be funny if the charity was like to help the victims of conflict diamonds, <laughs> which he doesn't believe in. <laughs> and they're like, wait, why are you helping them? No, no, no. Shut uh, no. up. <laughs> but last year, he announced that he is building a 2,000-acre city in Senegal called Akon City. (laughs) Uh, He was given 2,000 acres by the president of Senegal to make this city. Wow. It is going to be uh, entirely powered by his own cryptocurrency, Acoin. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I feel like uh, that's where he started. He had yeah. Acoin, and he was oh, like, that, I need to no, build an infrastructure around this. That's exactly what happened. He built Acoin two years ago, when, oh or two or three years ago, when cryptocurrency was a big thing. Now he's like, build a city around it. Wow. And he thinks Acoin will power Africa, not right. just Senegal or Acoin City. He thinks it's going to be the African money. He thinks Fucking big. Hell. He does. He thinks way too big. Um, <laughs> this, this man who owns a diamond mine and is building a city, yeah. he thinks big. <laughs> but... Uh, so he recently was in a, an interview with Nick Cannon. He said, it's Acon City. It's all renewable. The Acontainment Solar City, a real physical place. And then weirdly ends with, it's going to have a real airport. <laughs> Not one of those fake airports where only helicopters go. I really like that. I hope that that's like uh, a rebuttal to people who are being like, you've seen Acon, Acon City? It's not even going to have a real airport. It's a fake-ass airport. He's like, that's a lie, because it's going to be a real airport. Yep. So Nick Cannon, whatever you've heard, 
good. I think he's played a lot of Sim City because I think <clears throat> I think you know when your city's made it when you can when you unlock the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Do you, but the thing is, uh, he's obsessed with one particular thing about this city, which is it's going to be the real Wakanda. Right. Like he's obsessed with the idea that he is actually building Wakanda oh in real life. Um, he says he's got two billion out of the six billion dollars he needs in funding to make mm -hmm. it. Um, the thing is, that sounds like a lot because people are like, "Oh, he's on his way." Still, needs four billion. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and also he's literally said a billion of the money is going on just the hospital. So oh, like, the, the hospital's going to be incredible. The rest, <laughs> bit of shit, probably. That's where all these rumours about the fake-ass airport are coming from. <laughs> yeah. like, it's chipboard. It's all chipboard. <laughs> <laughs> the runway's gravel. Um, and he... So, like, there's all this mad bullshit. Like, he just keeps saying he's done it. He says he laid the foundation stone for the city in March. Oh my God. The Senegalese government are well behind him he's made a cg trailer for it <gasps> where he lays out all the different districts which i can talk you through well it starts with uh, his like buzzwords for the city comes up says akon city an extension of the sea into the land which seems like the wrong way around for a city <laughs> uh waves diving into the roots of nature making each building breathe life Dancing to celebrate future and reflecting nothing but happiness, bringing no less than success. And I also don't think he has his priorities around the right way because he goes into all the different districts. He's got an African village with an open bazaar, a restaurant resort. He has all this mapped out. He's got an entertainment district. He's got a multi-purpose stadium. Oh, the stadium looks fucking mental, by the way. <laughs> like everything in it looks like if you asked, asked a kid to draw what a city right. of the future would like. All the buildings are wiggly. This like is Homer Simpson's car, but a city. Honestly, all the buildings are like fucked up, like weird wave shapes and stuff. And you're like, they're all going to fall down. Like everything here is going to fall down. Um, at the middle of the city is a giant tower just called Acon Tower, which I'm assuming will just be his house. But then the tech district, it gets to that after all of this like meticulous, like this is where this will be and this and this and this. Yeah. The tech district, it literally just points out four buildings, goes tech one, tech two, tech three, and tech four. So I don't think he's really thought it through. Oh my God. And this is the point. Lots of people are like, Acon, you, you've, this is really cool. Um, it just doesn't feel like you maybe thought any of it through because yeah. Acoin, for a start, can only be run on smartphones. Right. And he's like, it's going to back up the entire economy. Only a third of people in Senegal have smartphones. <laughs> They've looked into it. So he's like, so two-thirds of people just won't have money? Mm. Um, oh, my God. He, and then when asked how he would build um, cryptocurrency into his city building thing. The Guardian writes, the singer has in the past dodged questions about how his cryptocurrency will be viable in the planned city, <laughs> saying he would leave it to the geeks to work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's I just, like, I'm too busy partying. Yeah. But I don't think he, he doesn't really have a plan or at least no. not a stated plan. And then I found out that he has an album called Aconda. Right. Like Wakanda. Yeah. Wak Wakanda. Yeah. But the final track on it is Wakanda. <laughs> so 
He's like gone halfway to Wakanda, <laughs> then gone even further, but never quite got there, probably for copyright reasons. <laughs> yeah. And I wondered if I went through the lyrics of Wakanda, yeah. whether we would get any sense of the place he's trying to build, because yeah. he keeps saying it's going to be Wakanda in real life. Mm, so yeah. Except built on the profits from a blood diamond mine. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. offensive. Just like Wakanda. <laughs> built on the profits of a blood diamond mine and funneled into a spurious cryptocurrency that most people can't have. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm going to go through the lyrics of Wakanda, and I, I've got a few ideas about how these communicate his okay. town planning ideas. But if you want to chip in, I'm very, very happy about that. Are these li- real lyrics? These are real lyrics. <laughs> these girls want African manner. Said I remind her of the Black Panther. My answer to Joanna. My answer to Joanna. I think that's just an intro. That's just like, hey, I'm Black yeah, Panther yeah. now. See you later. <laughs> uh, this is where we get interesting. She want to sit, turn me, ride me like a bicycle. So I'm thinking clean energy. No cars. Uh, just like yeah, it's, he's committing to like Boris bike situation. Yeah, that's good. I like mm-hmm. that. Although, actually, he kind of goes back on that when he says she want to bring two friends backseat of my motor. She want to fuck an African for the first time. I don't really know. Oh, could be um, an electric car. Like, yeah, it could, be, it could be an electric car. Uh, then it's just like saying Wakanda a lot. She said she want to get the Wakanda, Wakanda. She she wants some Wakanda, Wakanda. So is Wakanda a penis as well? Same like Wakanda. Like the whack on like so it's a new smack that yeah, type yeah. situation. Like I'm anaconda, not sure. It's like as a snake. Anaconda, yeah. maybe a yeah, snake. Yeah. That's true. Snakey penis. It could be snakey penis. Big snakey penis. Um wanna play me like Pele, trying to get between my legs. <laughs> so I guess like maybe that's saying that the multipurpose stadium will have football in it. Pele. Well, well, well this woman's going there. to break his ankles. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> with an illegal we'll, slide. We'll tackle. come back to that. <laughs> Then he goes, this dick costs too much money, so is there a legalized sex trade? Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or he's had some sort of enhancements. He's had some work done on it. Yeah, <laughs> in tech too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he says, this dick costs too much money, so you will not get it for free. <laughs> so he's charging women for sex now. <laughs> that's how he's, yeah, that's that's thing, how right? he's funding the city. That's how the, how the four billions coming in. Uh, I just want to kick it with you, Taekwondo. So yeah. that's going to be in the multi-purpose stadium, obviously. Yeah. Also, shameless rework of the Smack That lyrics where he says, I'm going to kick it, Taibo. So it seems like just a different mm. martial art. In my head, the all-purpose stadium, he's this the way that he's pitching it is like that fucking mad highlight guy in Mad Men. <laughs> but he thinks Taekwondo <laughs> is going to be the next baseball. This is basically <laughs> the, whole, the highlight guy with even more money. <laughs> uh, go ahead, spread those wings, Flamingo. Not sure. Heard your Panani crazy, psycho, the baddest body I ever seen, no lipo. I'm just saying, there's no plastic surgery allowed. I don't know, that billion dollar hospital is not offering key services. Yeah. And then he just says all the Wakanda stuff again. So not a huge amount of useful information to go on. Mm. So getting, I looked into Getting other. a sense, though, getting a sense of what his direction is in building he, this. He's got a yeah. sense of, like, what could yeah. go on. Yeah, he's got big yeah. ideas, mm-hmm. but he'll leave it to the geeks. Um so he's got another song on that album called Welcome to Africa. Um, when was this album released? This plays Last at, year. This okay. plays at every airport. Yeah, it's exactly. so weird. <laughs> but like, most of this is just about him and how rich he is and how it basically feels like the entire song is about how 
he was quite rich in America, mm. but he's incredibly rich in Africa. <laughs> That's like, like me in Wales. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, welcome to Africa. Today I feel like a king. Uh, the place I will build you a dream house if you want. The place I will make you my dream spouse. So I don't know if that's like, I'm going to build a robot woman in my tech city or or what. Um, Just like (laughs) filthy rich, don't want to leave now. I never thought life would be so hard. It never got easy. But I thank God for this blessing, which appears to be living in Africa where everyone gives me all the money. He's got... um, He's just cheating people out of money. Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm way rich in Africa because there's very few blood diamond mines in America. Do you know what's super interesting about what you've just said? There's a whole controversy around him coming out at a public event and saying publicly that he had manipulated African leaders to get what he wanted in the continent. Don't say that, Akon. Bonkers. Uh, this, I thought, was an interesting uh, twist because there's another song called Kryptonite, right? which appears to be about how... His kryptonite is the woman who does suck on him. Um, <laughs> but, which my favorite line. We've all been there. My favorite line in this is lick me into my doom, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. But, that's excellent. I think this is quite frightening. If you think of like financial backing instead of woman licking his penis. <laughs> I have all the power in the world, money, fame, blessings in my life, but I'm steady controlled by this one girl. When too many when too many women want to be my wife. The prettiest attitude, love what you got to do, kiss me more when I'm mad at you, so we can not move a muscle when you're in my space. I don't know what that means, but it frightens me. But, is he talking about a woman or is he talking about Africa, though? Uh, well, who knows? Don't move Lady a muscle Africa. when you're in my space. Yeah, mm. That sounds like he's... Paralyzed. Yeah, him I think she's way. paralyzed him and taken all his money out of his yeah. trousers. Um and, and then licked him into his doom. Oh, God. <laughs> but really, I think the interesting part of this album, when you kind of take it into the context of the wider thing and his controversies and that stuff, he's got a song on that album called Scammers, and his <laughs> and his lead line is You don't scam a scammer like me. (laughs) He literally just comes out and says, I am a scammer. (laughs) Come at me, bro. Maybe don't get too excited about Akon City, because I'm pretty sure he's quite happy to scam everyone around him. I really need to follow what happens with Akon City. Uh, Genuinely, follow his Twitter, because he posts quite a lot about Akon City. City. Yeah, it's more or less all he cares about. Well, there's pictures of him in cars. But beyond that, it's mostly Akon City content. But, like, now. but it's him saying this is what's going to be an Akon City. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. He's got oh YouTube videos. God. Pictures of him with the Senegalese. Is he present. all right? <laughs> I don't think so. He sings a lot of songs about being sucked off, but also being rich. Yeah. Because maybe it's like one of those things that maybe when you get like that famous and rich, you get a load of like yes men around you. Mm. But at what point, like yes men being like, oh yeah, you should buy this car, buy this house. You should fucking start a city. Yeah, exactly. Like at what point are the yes men going to be like, I'm not into this episode. Very much. Yeah. We need a grift. We need regular <laughs> features. <laughs> <city. Grift. laughs> regular features city. Yeah. There's a there's a bit of um there's a park near my house, I reckon we could start it there. <laughs> there you go. We well technically we already have a pub. So we have oh, a shit. place of business. Yeah. Just that build is... on top of Logs Pub. Tech two, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, what if, what if we built regular features tower in the middle of Snenton? <laughs> 
<laughs> big wiggly tower that we sit on top of and podcast. <laughs> Made of chipboard. And on a windy day, it collapses and kills 4,000 people. <laughs> we'll just blame the blood diamonds. Being like, oh, it's because of that. Yeah, conflict. It's everywhere. <laughs> Features. The regular features. These are the episodes of the regular features podcast. Their continuing mission to find a feature worth repeating. To seek out new features and regular features. To boldly feature where no feature had featured before. Regular featured before. Regular features! 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 Well, I think I've talked, I'm not sure if I talked about it on this podcast before, but it's definitely like loads of um, my friends. There's a big thing going on. Maybe I just talked about it with you, but there's a big thing going on in my friendship group at the moment. Uh, premium bonds. Premium bonds. You've talked to me so many times yeah. about premium I'm getting into premium bonds. <laughs> Mate, now. Me too. I'm straight in there. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like free lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. I've only done it twice and I've lost twice, which is weird because when I, as soon as I put the money in, I was like, well, that's me cashing out a mill next month. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, as of yet, no bonds. Bullshit. So, yeah. We should say that this does not constitute financial advice. Um, <laughs> listening to We've definitely talked about this on regular features because <laughs> we said that last time. <laughs> we're like, if you are worried or in debt, don't listen to a fucking word that we're saying. As I said, I'm 35 years old. And, and I just, just got into Monzo <laughs> yeah. when they're closing down. I'm 35 years old. And, I've just, and I felt good about myself because I saved 80 pence yesterday. So... <laughs> You don't want to be listening to me. A really. man from the postcode lottery came to my door. <laughs> he walked into a cash machine and withdrew five hundred pounds. We walked to the next cash machine through to draw another five hundred pounds, and then I think I've got one of those giant checks coming along. I yeah, uh, I th- I realised the other day that I was quite sniffy about Monzo Plus. I was like, magic pay for that. Who needs it? Uh, and then very shortly after, signed up for Deliveroo Plus because I'm ordering <laughs> so much takeaway now that. It's actually a fiscally good idea for me to save money by paying Deliveroo to take <laughs> delivery fees away from me. It's so bad. That, I mean, that's a kind of a savings thing, isn't mm, it? I mean, yeah, you no, are saving money, yeah. technically. I just object. I object to giving banks, paying banks, to for the privilege of me giving them all of my money every month that anyway they, that they can invest imagine if you had had a weird mate who was holding on to everyone's cash for some reason <laughs> and then saying you're gonna have to start paying me to do this he's really tech savvy as well <laughs> yeah. i i still remember because i remember the day that i found out you don't get your money back at the end of the year from your insurance company if you don't cash out <laughs> And like, I was in my 20s when I found out. I was just like, because I had to pay for insurance for my car for the first time. And I was like, oh, it's fine. It's basically like saving, isn't it? Because you get it back at the end of the year. And like, my mate Malcolm was just like, 
No. What are you talking about? I was like, well, you works. pay your insurance, and if you don't, if you don't, you know, crash or something, and you don't make a claim, you get the money back at the end. Yeah, he was like, that's not how anything works. That's, not that works. that's <laughs> the idea of insurance companies being like, better give it back. This guy's pretty good at driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Gandalf, and I put a spell on you because you're mine. The mines of Moria, that is. <laughs> regular features. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature. I don't really have a title for this one because it's pretty. I don't want to. So right, Donald Trump <laughs> got, <laughs> got coronavirus. He did, right? Yeah. Everyone on Twitter is not funny. Not <laughs> not funny about it, and people on the left, seemingly empathetic people, now all openly wishing death on on someone in a way that. I get it. I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But I don't... It's it's not very nice, It's I not think. entirely commensurate with the viewpoint, is it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think there should be a bit more, bit more sympathy and a, a bit more grace about mm-hmm. the whole thing. So I've written a poem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, the poem is called, I Hope the President Dies. <laughs> I hope the president dies. I hope Melania's tits explode. I hope Baron falls out of a moving car. I hope the president dies. I hope Don Jr. falls into a big machine on a tour of a noisy factory and nobody even notices that he's gone. I hope his weird wife slips into a harbor during low tide and drowns in mud. I hope Boris Johnson's dick falls off and a dog runs away with it and the dog smiles at a child like Vito Corleone in The Godfather except instead of an orange in his mouth it's the Prime Minister's dick. I hope the President dies. I hope Pretty Patel gets her foot stuck in an elevator door and the elevator starts going up and she's like please somebody press the emergency stop button on this elevator before it rips me in half and everybody inside the elevator just stares blankly ahead like they can't hear her, and the elevator rips her in half like she said it would. (laughs) I hope David Cameron slips into a canal, and as he climbs back out, he's half laughing about it to himself to make out that it's not such a big deal, but it clearly is. He's clearly really angry, and just as he's about to pull himself up, he's very slowly crushed by an improperly moored narrowboat. (laughs) And as he's crushed, he's still trying to laugh about it until he stops laughing and his entire body is crumpled on the towpath. <laughs> I hope the president dies. I hope that people would treat one another the way that they would want to be treated. But they don't do that, do they? They're all cunts. <laughs> I hope the president dies. That was beautiful. Thank you. That really That's <laughs> full of grace, decorum. <laughs> I don't... I feel like I have a handle on your viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I realized the other day that I'm carrying around. I've got this like metal uh, water bottle, but it's got like a handle on it. Mm. So like, and I realized the reason that I carry it around is I think 70% to drink water from it and 30% just in case I see Matt Hancock and I'm going to throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because if, if this hit you, it would cave the back of your skull. In. <laughs> and I genuinely, 30% of me is like, because I live in London, that's where he is. Um, and if I could ever get close to him, 
I will cave the back him. of his skull in. Yeah. And like genuinely, that is why I carried this all <laughs> around. I realized as I was walking to work the other day, swinging around, I was like, if I saw Matt Hancock this right Matt now, Hancock. I would throw it as hard as I could into his stupid little fat head. I love yeah. that Steve's verse is so powerful that you just structured that story in the same yeah. way as that poem. <laughs> I don't wish the president dies of coronavirus, but only because I don't believe in wishes. <laughs> <laughs> or the coronavirus. <laughs> I was meant to go to the dentist last week, but it got um, cancelled because of COVID. When you say, when you say it got cancelled because of COVID? Yeah. Did they get, did the dentist get uh, COVID? One of the dental assistants got COVID. Oh, so okay. the other ones had to do a test straight away. It was negative, mm-hmm. um, which is a positive uh, outcome. Uh, but unfortunately, but she said, just to be sure we're not taking on any uh, thing, which I thought was a bit weird because I was like, well, you you know. I'm what, fine with it. Yeah. Stick your hands in my. <laughs> yeah, spit in me. Come on. <laughs> um, you don't, You haven't got it, so. If you, it depends how much trust you're putting in that thing. Like, you're not going to get it if that girl's not there anymore. I don't want my teeth clean now. I was, because I'm afraid of the dentist and I'd psych myself up for it. Yeah. Mm. You were talking about that last week. No. I've seen my bungo playing dentist since last week's episode. And, um, does he listen? Is he a fan? Uh, if he does, he's keeping it under his bongos. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got to the dentist and he said, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you can't come into, they call it, the, the bay is the room where you do all your dentistry. Right. So they had an issue with one of the patients and they needed to leave the room empty for two hours, which is the government rule. You need to like let the room settle so there's no coronavirus in the room. But he's like, oh, like I, can an just, exorcism. I can just see you outside if you want. So he's just, Catch me outside. He's just stood in the street and he just looked inside my mouth. No, he did. He was wearing jeans. <laughs> He told us he's a dentist. <laughs> it wasn't his roadie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like an ad hoc, like a little gig outside, in an alleyway outside the dentist. I watched that um, Louis Through looking back at his old program stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's the one I'd forgotten about with the man who was a dentist before he got really bad dementia. And so he just goes oh, around yeah. sticking his fingers in people's mouths and that's how they calm him down. Yeah. If he gets too hyped up about not knowing where he is. They're like, you're a dentist, look in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best medical treatment I've ever seen. There's a bit where Louis's just like, yeah, have a look, see what's going on. And that's what I'm imagining has now happened to you. This bongo playing dentist can't stop himself. Yeah, he was having a tough day because something went down in one of the dentist bays. Did they say what happened? No, I, I think that he just fucked up the timing of the appointment and he didn't have enough time to leave the was he having anything. a cigarette while he was checking him out? <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally tapped the ash in there. <laughs> Sorry, force of habit. <laughs> That's so weird. Did he have gloves on? That's a good... Yes. <laughs> now, I can't remember if he did, but he must have put gloves on. He kissed on. you on the cheek after. <laughs> yeah, but they were leather driving gloves. <laughs> <laughs> then he jumped on his scooter and went... <laughs> Off to Bongo School. <laughs> it's, that seems like one of those situations that when you're in it, you're like, "This is doesn't it's fine," but I am going to talk about this for a while. After. <laughs> How busy was the street? 
Yeah, I would have felt like a dingus having someone he, poking around in yeah. my mouth. It was on a little side street next to the dentist. It was so literally it back, like alley dentist. back alley dentist. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was a that's rudimentary. A, that's it, a scene in the day-to-day. <laughs> it wasn't like I needed any drilling done or anything. Yeah, you would have like, run an extension lead out the back. <laughs> <in that case. laughs> it's like how housewives used to get rid of unwanted pregnancies in the 20s. <laughs> Um, but it was nice to see my bongo playing dentist mm. in his civvies. Yeah. Wearing a lovely cardigan. By a skip. By a skip. <laughs> a skip where he chucked all my old teeth in when it was done. <laughs> Just a skip full of teeth. Like, yeah. Help yourself to anything you find in that weedy bin over there. <laughs> On your way out. That's yeah. fucking weird. I, I'd rather them, I'd rather the alternative. Even though I was psyched up for the dentist, I'm glad that they cancelled it. Mm. Rather than... Take you out into a field. <laughs> Outside of Burger King, yeah. <laughs> I like a regular feature, You like a regular feature, too. Regular, regular feature, too. Malfunction. Malfunction. Guys, sad news. Mm-hmm. As if we needed any more sad news in 2020. But Afro Man is getting divorced. What? I know, I know. As if this w- this year hasn't taken enough from us. It's now canceling love, too. <laughs> First they came to cancel J.K. Rowling, and now they've come to cancel love. <laughs> Can I point out, you know the Elvin and the Chipmunks uh, track that I put on that mixtape yes. that I talked about earlier? Mm. Afro Man was track four. I know, I saw, I saw the picture of it. Um. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Uh, we talked about it in a break from the last podcast, so mm. I'm not. I don't think it made it in. Didn't make it in. Didn't make it no, in. Okay, so that's it. fine. That's good. Um, but he announced it in the form of an album, which he released a few days ago, called "Happily Divorced." Oh my god! Um, the album art. Someone who was happily divorced would not bring out an album called "Happily Divorced." Actually, <laughs> can you can you guess what the album art is? Is it him like laughing as he walks away from a? church and she's crying on the is it is it steps. him recreating the picture of when nicole kidman got divorced and she's like throwing her hands up in the it is uh, a picture of him and his ex-wife doing happier times but he's put a big clip art like do not enter uh sign over the two of them and he still looks like he's smiling she is covered by the red oh no um, and then also even though the album is called uh, what's the happily divorced? It's called happily divorced. He's got the words for some reason. Afro man is divorced hyphen C. So Afro man is divorced yeah. C. So because when we talked about this the other day, yeah, has he not also released a short film in which yes. he plays a character called Divorce C? Yeah, is that right? So maybe this. So is, is this him? Is this like a? I don't know. Um, who's that country singer that became someone else? Is it Garth oh, Brooks? And or like when Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion. Exactly. I wonder if Divorce C is just a different Snoop musical name. persona. Yeah. yeah, could be. Um, but like all uh, the song titles um, uh, on the album give us a window into where Afro Man's mind <laughs> into is. Into exactly how happy he is about this divorce. Yeah. Well, track one is just anti- anti-marriage mega mix. And like, whatever you think about Afro Man and his music, it is very brave to start an album with a mega mix. Yeah. The only other mega mix I can think of is Grease. <laughs> yeah. But like, I thought maybe he would put it at the end, be like, did you like all those tracks? Well, you're the art into one track. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he doesn't. He starts with a mega drip, uh, with a mega mix. After that, we've got I feel like fucking you up, embarrassing another man, fuck you, bitch, goodbye. Oh my god, bitch, bitch, away, <laughs> bitch. What the fuck is going on? You full of shit. You are so miserable, bitch. Go get my cash. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the final track, Divorce Ditty, which sounds quite nice. Divorce Ditty, which is so nice. <laughs> He's obviously not having a nice time, is, uh, do you think is the, Mr. Afro. Do you think the bitch in all the song titles is his ex-wife? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Steve, did, because this is the first podcast in, what, six months that we've recorded in person yeah, and socially yeah. distanced, I might add. Yeah. It was a real pleasure to have Steve look over the mic at me just then and give me eyes. <laughs> like, it's a joke. That's that's a joke. It's clearly it's I like ex-wife. I like how this podcast is uh, just through two features now has become the dissect podcast where where three very white men dissecting the thoughts of lots of black men's <laughs> albums. Rap game madness. <laughs> Um, yes, he's obviously not having a nice time. But actually, if you look back at his old albums, all the signs were there. Um, really? Like he's putting like little little secret track like track titles to say that he wasn't having a good time. Mm. Even as back back as far as two thousand and one's good times. Take a look at track number three. What is it called? She won't let me fuck. <laughs> so this is real. Yeah, this is real. That's uh, where it all started to go wrong. Yeah. Exactly, because the lyrics, she won't let me fuck, you say the mood ain't right, I really need to bust a nut, I know that pussy's tight. Oh, wow. Um, she's obviously, even back then, he, I mean, the album's called Good Time, but it does not sound like he is having a good time. Right, she's withholding sex. Exactly. Hey, is Afro Man a cuck? <laughs> is that what we've discussed, <laughs> we've discovered? <laughs> That's his next album. Also, Afroman is again one of those people. Like, I think he's running the 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 business equivalent. Well, the rap business equivalent of throw enough shit and some will stick. Because he releases about four albums a year. Does he really? Yeah, oh he's already God. released another one this year. What's it called? <laughs> Actually, the divorce was horrible. <laughs> well, there was uh, one of them. Uh, it was like. Save a Cadillac, ride a homeboy. <laughs> he sounds fun. Um, but yeah, like, so all this weird that we were being given these like secrets, um, like bits of news and bits of information via the medium of track titles. So why Roman news? Yeah. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd, I wondered if this extended to other seminal rap albums. So what I thought I'd do is look at the song titles. Because how often do you ever look at a song title? Never has to be the answer. Yeah, I don't think I've ever um, seen a song <laughs> For the title. purpose of this feature. <laughs> um, it's, it's the one thing you always see when you're playing music. Yeah. No, there. no, no. You say, what happens is you start the album and then you, maybe you put on shuffle or whatever and then you go about your day, do the dishes and you never, ever glance back at it ever again. When I hear a song I love, I make absolutely sure never to check what that song was. <laughs> So that's the thing. I was like, oh, maybe we've been communicated all this time via the medium of track titles on right. rap albums. Um, Is this specifically just about divorce? No. Or just all sorts of subjects? All sorts of okay. subjects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this one, so I thought I'd look at um, Naz's Illmatic mm -hmm. from 994. I absolutely love the album. And like, yes, everybody knows like NY State of Mind, The World Is Yours. 
Um, but have you ever looked at the other titles album? No, you haven't. No. It has to be the answer. Um, so if we just look at the track titles <laughs> mm -hmm. and then we have this little window into Naz's life yeah. that we've never had before. <laughs> so, we have, so insightful. I love it. So we have track number four, The World Is Yours. But then track number five, actually, That World Is Mine. Get it out of that hole door now. <laughs> <laughs> Track six, you're not taking it, Phil. I needed to look up countries in case I forget where I am. <laughs> Track seven, where have you bought it? Where's the receipt then, huh? Huh? Say, where's the fucking receipt? <laughs> Track eight, oh, you found the receipt. Let me let me see it then, give it to you. <laughs> Track nine, oh, oh yeah, there it is. Oh, I could have sworn I bought it. No, 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 take it, take it. No, by all means. And then track 10, I'll die before I let you take the Breville, Phil. It was, it was all there. It was like so seminal. And I had no idea it had that hidden meaning. It's mad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but that was Illmatic. So I was like, this is mad. I'm mm. down a loophole here. Uh, we could make this all about the hidden meanings in track titles right. because mm. I've got so many that of them. That set you off on the search to find yeah. oh, more stories. And did I find some? Did I? Um, have you guys ever listened to the Fuji's album, The Score? It's a very good album. Not not start to finish. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some good songs on there, uh, but historians have been baffled for years over <laughs> as to just <laughs> what the score in the title of the album, The Score, is. Right. Um, so I took another look at the track listing, and you can actually see a bit of a rift developing between Lauren Hill and Wyclef in this. Um, it's quite subtle, so you've got to really work to get it, but work I did. Um, so everyone knows track number three, Ready or Not, but have you ever looked at track number four? <laughs> um, so track number three, Ready or Not, track number four, Here Comes a Fucking Screamer, top corner, Wyclef ain't gonna know what hit him. <laughs> track five, that is a retirement goal. No point playing anymore. No point showing your face around these parts no more after that goal. Track number six, stop being a dickhead, Lauren. The batteries ran out in my controller. Track number seven, <laughs> that is nonsense, Wyclef. <laughs> the, the Xbox would do an alert if the batteries ran out. Don't be fucking simple. Track number eight, where is Fuji number three? He's more fun to play against than you, Lauren. <laughs> don't, don't be fucking simple. <laughs> of Fuji number three. <laughs> Get him in. <laughs> Track number nine. All right, I'll replace the batteries, then we'll go again. But you can't be Barcelona this time, Lauren. It's getting silly. Track number 10, the final on the album says, mate, I'll go fucking Torquay United and we'll have the same score. <laughs> oh. Score. Aha. I always wondered why yeah. the score came on uh, twice the width of a normal album so that it could fit the song <laughs> titles on the edge. Um, but it's mad. Like, I just worked that out this morning. Um, and then, so this is the final one that I looked at. But as I said, I've got reams of these that I've looked into now. Did you see recently Twitter lost their mind because someone unearthed the fact that Eddie Murphy um, had, like, a pop... Uh, Korea, if you can call two albums a career, um, from in, in the 80s. I remember Party all the time. Exactly. Which is, to be fair, an absolute fucking banger. Tune. Um, but also, I don't know if you ever listened to the other tracks on that album. It's, it's like, 
an alien gave him like the perfect song and then he was just like he had to build another album around that <laughs> and he's like none of the songs sound like it because it's like party all the time is it's a fucking banger mm. but it's like it's quite a, a weird like dark disco tune like that you could dance to but in a really dark thing all the rest are basically him doing like alfred and the chipmunk stuff like, hey what are we doing like it's it's not a good album um but anyway party all the time which, as we said, is a really, really good song. That's from a 1985 album called How Could It Be? Mm -hmm. um, so I look at the track list then. What's it? And, it, and it's, but it, this is mad that it came out in 1985, considering like what happened in his career later in his life, right? right. So track number one is just Have You Ever, and then You is just a layer. Come on, Eddie. Um, so Have You Ever, track number two, just sat at home looking up shit in an encyclopedia. Track number three, I own every Encyclopedia Britannica, but I might as well only own one. Track, <laughs> tra <laughs> track number four, because when I get to D, I ain't going no further. Wow. Track number five, D is where you find the donkey. Weird. It <laughs> is weird. Track number six, big old dick, make me sick. <laughs> Track number seven, I wish I was a donkey. Track number eight, Shrek is a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that mad? Because arguably one of his most famous roles was him as a talking donkey in Shrek. I completely forgot he played donkey until you made that <laughs> <Yes>. totally explicit. <laughs> I own every encyclopedia, but I may as well only own the one that's got the donkey in it. Um, I love the idea, the implication that Eddie Murphy bought all the encyclopedias with the idea of reading from start to finish. Got as far as D, donkey saw the like, donkey dick, and thought point. I must become one. <laughs> In a DreamWorks animated he didn't movie. didn't even get to the section on penis, which would presumably point him to all sorts Back of Back to Donkey, I guess, though. Donkey mm. would be in there, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's just three albums. Can you imagine how many more there are? How so many stories, stories has to tell? Yeah, yeah sitting wow. under our nose, ready for a sniff. Just one more feature. <laughs> Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Regular Features. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features in-person podcast. Ooh. It's been so nice to sit two meters <clears throat> away mm -hmm. from two of my best friends Aww. to record a podcast together. Nice like, and like real people. It feels novel, novel like a coronavirus. I am, I am worried that people are going to remember what it's <clears> like <throat> to listen to a regular features podcast where there aren't weird delays between everything, and all our laughs sound like they're slightly just too late. Yes, uh, and actually, after this, when we go back to remote recording, they'll hate it. Well, we can simulate it by I can. I say a joke now, mm. and then you can laugh three seconds afterwards. Go on, then. Right. Why did the... <laughs>
<laughs> oh, we, sorry. No, you got it wrong. The clap around, was out of sync. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by checking us some money for each episode that you'd like to listen to. Mm. Um, I usually say a dollar an episode. I think we've just been given permission by Patreon to change it to a pound. Have we? A physical British pound. Does How that many... mean we're going to boost everyone's amount they have to pay us automatically? Or will they be on 89p? They, they all have the option to pay us with a pound or with a mm. dollar. Right. Good for them. Yeah. It's nicer to be paid in pounds. The oh, queen. I can don't say the that because what if we've got like if we look at our stats and they're like we got like seventy percent Americans listen to this. Oh, that's true. That's not true because what are they get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from this week where it was very yeah, American culture focused, yeah. America centric. <laughs> if you were American or Senegalese, you'd be loving this podcast. <laughs> Incredible <laughs> content. Every time we get a new patron, we'd like to celebrate them. Oh, you could have this. This is the first time we're doing B names. Live. Fucking lives. Mm. You can see clocks ticking inside <laughs> our heads. <laughs> I'd like you to give a B name okay. to Charlie Smith. Uh, honey Buzz. There you go. <laughs> Get it out of the way. <laughs> Get it. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> honey Buzz. Honey Buzz. Bye, 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 Charlie Smith. Thank you for your pledge. And give a B name, please, to Paul Elledge. I like to think every week that Steve has amazing ideas for B names for them in his head, and we're just consistently disappointing him. I've instantly forgotten his name. See, because uh, what I like to do is sometimes, other than thorax, all right, is try and work it into a B name, but I've, it doesn't work when what I. What do you mean, work it into a B name? Well, That's exactly no, what we're no, meant no, no, to be doing. Like, like Joe Scrabbles, I'd be like Joe Scrabs. <laughs> Scrabbers. <laughs> Which is perfect. Um, uh, Hall no. Elledge. Hall. Like a hall that you would, you a be, <laughs> honey hall. <laughs> honey hall Elledge. Honey hall Elledge. Yep. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. As Gav points out, like a honey hall. Yes. <laughs> Your classic honey hall. <laughs> like a bee would be, you know, bragging about to his missus. Yeah. Oh, you want to see the honey hall I did today? Oh, like a hall. Like yeah. a whole hall of... Yeah. Like, no, I was like... thinking like a concert hall. <laughs> oh, no. I, I was on Gav's wavelength there. Yeah, a hall like, of honey. You're like, I was on Gav's wavelength. I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, uh, Paul and Honey Buzz. Honey Buzz Honey for Paul. your uh, support of the podcast. I will say, if you haven't had your B name yet, it is coming. What? People, people are impatient. They've, oh, they've other support, new people. Other new patrons have supported us, right. and they're like, "Where's my freaking B name?" Well, if you hear what it does to us to have to do two in a week, imagine <laughs> if we did a slew of them. <laughs> like the fucking level that we would get to after three would be horrific. Tune back in next week, especially if you're waiting on your B name because your B name might be coming up. Who even knows? Ooh. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Regular Ficero.